Starting a new week It seems so much farther Trying to fall asleep I can see my reflection Tall but a little slim My face is pale I'm feeling frail With my blue eyes turning dim Where's the youngest one I know Where's the girl I like to show Where's the carefree one And that's a bit of the brand new single from my guest, Vancouver's own Sid Carter West. The song is called Blue Eyes, and we'll hear the song in its entirety a bit later on in the show, plus another track from her. Uh, without further ado, my great pleasure to welcome Sid Carter West. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Dave, for having me. It's a pleasure to be Sid, here. It is so, oh, it is so great to have you here. I've looked forward to this. Um, I was sent your song, Blue Eyes, and I was so impressed by it, by the song and your voice. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. That means a lot to me. Now, I understand that you've got a background in rock as well as a background in country, so you kind of have the best of both worlds. <laughs> yeah, it's um it's a it's a great uh pair, isn't it? I I love the, you know, <laughs> the wholesomeness and the um down-to-earth vibes that country gives, but I also really love that edgy, you know, f- freedom of uh of of the music of uh rock, you know. It's just it's it's mm-hmm. a really nice pair and and it really um makes country turn into a whole other level of um its own genre, you know what I mean? Absolutely. And there are so many country fans who love rock and vice versa. Maybe more mm-hmm. so these days, but it's a great uh combination and it's the audience loves both. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm so I'm so lucky to be a part of country rock and to, um, you know, really bring out my own version of it, you know. So I'm, I'm really grateful to be a part of that journey. So let's talk about your influences, Sid, and we'll go, we'll go on the rock side first and then to the country side. Who are the rock artists that you were listening to growing up that inspired you and made you think that's something you would like to do? Mm-hmm. So honestly, I... Um, for a while in my teenage years, I studied opera. So I really do appreciate um, singers who are classically trained or just trained in general. So I do really love Evanescence. I um, I really mm-hmm. admire her writing, her piano and singing skills, and she is classically trained. So she's technically very aware of what what it takes to become a true musician and a true singer, songwriter, and, um, yeah, so I, I love her, and I also love, um, you know, Queen, Freddie Mercury, rest in peace, but I grew up listening to a lot of him and his band. Um, I really love Freddie's voice. I love his range. I love, you mm-hmm. know, that he made a difference in the music world when it came to, you know, not giving a care what, you know, people think about him and just him being himself and embracing his quirks, embracing, you know, the power that he had in his voice and not letting people shut him down, you know, and I really, I really value that in a singer and just in a person in general, you know, someone who is really aware of who they are and who doesn't let people shut that down. That's a great observation. And those kind of artists, and as you said, people as well, in general, the ones who are just themselves and make no apologies, 
mm-hmm. we really admire them because they're they're kind of living their best life, and nothing is standing in their way. No, nobody's disapproval or approval. No, exactly. They're timeless. You know, there's no. Yeah. They're they're always going to be there, and they're going to be legends, and they're going to have a voice in this world, and they're going to have an opinion, and um, they're you know people are going to look at that and either hate it or they're going to love it, and clearly a lot of people love it. You know, the the more <laughs> real you are with yourself and people around yeah. you, I, I truly believe that people will actually be more attracted to that than a follower. Absolutely, and totally makes sense. And uh, you mentioned Evanescence, Amy Lee, of course, the lead singer. Uh, when their song yeah. My Immortal came up, that's the first I heard of them. That might have been their first song, but <laughs> definitely the first one I heard. And I was blown away by that song. It is so beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. And, you know, Bring Me Back to Life, that's another hit that they had. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, I, I love that she was, you know, on the borderline of metal as well. But I really love how she can bring a beautifully haunting voice into such Mm -hmm. a grungy edgy genre you know like it's Mm -hmm. it's really interesting that she can you know tie the two together and that's pretty much what i aspire to do with country and rock right is bring the two together and make people notice that country can totally fit with rock it can you can totally rock out to country music you know like it's it's absolutely possible yeah um, one of your favorite songs I know from the countryside of things, Sid, is uh, Strawberry Wine by Dina Carter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I grew, I grew up as like a little toddler listening to that song. My mom <laughs> would play it in the car, and I used to hum along to the song before I could form words uh, when I was around one or two or something. And uh, yeah, wow. it's it's a it's a great tune. I I really I still listen to it to this day. I also. Um, you know, for new up-and-coming country artists or, you know, um, artists who are have been more recognized now lately. Um, Chris Stapleton is another amazing um, country artist that I really love and um, admire. Yeah, he is such a unique artist, you know, his own style, uh, unique voice, and, and it works. And it's so cool that he's found a place on mainstream country radio because we need that uh, need that kind of sound, something a bit different than everybody else. Exactly. And I, you know, I was saying to um, other people um, in the industry, you know, like he's not your conventional, you know, good looking guy, you know, that women swoon over or whatever, you know, and that's like the main reason why he's famous or something. Cause let's be real here. A lot of, you know, the artists out there, they're famous, yes, because they're talented, but also because of their looks. But, you know, mm-hmm. I really admire Chris um, because he's real with himself. He's a handsome guy in his own way, but it's because of his personality. It's because of his, you know, how he um, brings emotion into songs, how he is a poet, how he um, writes with honesty and with, you know, rawness. You know, that's what that's what makes him so attractive is that he's just a – down-to-earth, genuine guy. You can just tell, you know, and, and I love that he brings his wife along, his touring, mm-hmm. and she sings in his songs, and th- their voices just sound so angelic together. It's just, it's it's really amazing that he, just how, you know, he's, it gives me hope that he is, he's come from such a, you know, a place where he played in a band, the um, Steel Drivers, I think it's called, um, 
and he starts from bottom and goes to up and just hits the peak, you know, and, and, but he's a real guy. He's not into the whole Hollywood fame and fortune thing. He's just, he's just into the music, you know? Exactly. Yeah. The music is his passion and it's all about uh, substance over style, I guess you could say, because mm-hmm. he has those great meaningful songs and uh, pretty amazing. I wanted to ask you about your first concert or even the first concert said that made an impact on you um, that you said, hey, I would love to be on that stage and do what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, other than country, I, I, there are some other genres that I do like. I, I do like some mainstream um, music. So one band that really speaks to me is One Republic. I love Ryan Tedder. He, right. he yeah. you know, is not only an amazing performer and singer and songwriter, but he's an amazing producer for so many other famous artists out there, you know, like he's written for Taylor Swift, Beyonce, you know, uh, countless more people. And he's, there's, it's an endless amount of creativity that comes out of that guy. But I watched his performance when I went to see his concert in Vancouver and he, he really invites his audience in, you know, like he makes them feel like they're a part of the performance you know that they're a part of the family they're a part of the band mm-hmm. and he he's very engaging and he's so grateful and thankful on stage like he he always says thank you to the audience and he and he, you could tell he's so blessed like he's you know he's so um passionate with just being on that stage and seeing him and feeling that energy radiate radiate off of him it really um inspires me to do the exact same thing to inspire my viewers to inspire my listeners my fans and to you know make them feel like that they're not alone that they're they're a part of something big um that that their emotions what they're feeling is real and it's and it's you know and it's completely validating and you know that they're not alone with anything that they deal with whether it be a hard time or a good time it's you know it's they're they're not alone they have someone that they can Mm -hmm. confide in or that they can listen to and be inspired by i think that's a great thing that a performer does and and a great way that you described it and you know we're not alone and you're making us up there on stage feel connected to something and you're and you're sending energy to us and then of course we're sending energy back to you on stage because we're loving your show exactly exactly it reciprocates right so yeah Totally, and it's and it's such a mood that is created from you on stage, and uh, what you know what happens during that hour, an hour and a half show uh, is is quite unbelievable. Um, I want to turn to before we get to the new single out, Blue Eyes, uh, a song of yours called New Life, which I, I found online, of course, at your website, listened to and loved, and uh, I'd love to play that song. And could you tell me a bit about it? Yeah, so you know it's. It's about um, being in a relationship that is very toxic, you know, and being in a relationship that can really control your emotions or um, can just control you in general. And I know, you know, a lot of people deal with this. Mostly everyone probably has dealt with this in some time in their life. And whether it be a friend or a lover or a family member, you know, there's always going to be someone that shows up in your life that's just very toxic or triggers you or makes you feel um, negative about yourself or about life. And, you know, it's it's about, you know, the desperation of, you know, 
wanting to stay with this person because maybe you're um, maybe you're you know used to being in a toxic relationship, but maybe that's all you know, you know. But on the other hand, you're coming to a realization that this isn't healthy for me. This is bringing out the worst in me, and I need to recognize that and take it as a lesson rather than a terrible event that has happened, you know, and it's, it's basically connecting with what is healthy for you versus what is, you know, negative for you. Let's hear it now from my guest, Sid Carter West. This is new life on in the country. Must've been love. It got me this way. Must've been so much pain. Every time I stayed There's nothing more left Just an empty shell Man, we say goodbye Was the first time I died It's all so hard to do It's nothing left to prove Got nothing more to show
got me this way Must have been so much pain Every time I say How do I leave now? How do I leave now? How do I breathe now? How do I breathe now? How do I push away my knees? All you do is hold me Where do I go now? And that is Vancouver's own Sid Carter-West uh, with a great song called New Life. Uh, be sure to check her out online at her social media sites. And your website, I believe it's SidCarterWest.com. Awesome. <laughs> Perfect. Everybody check that out. Of course, uh, videos on YouTube as well. Uh, the new single, Blue Eyes, coming up in just a bit. Um, let's get into songwriting. Uh, and when did you first start writing your own song, Sid? I remember the first time I wrote a song. It was when I was seven years old. And I remember um, going through a really tough time with my close friend at the time. Um, We were friends since babies. And we went through a fight. And I remember writing a tune about how upset I was about that and how I really miss her and how I want to, you know, reconnect and, um, you know, but how upset I was about, like, the whole situation and what happened and it, you know it's it wasn't as sophisticated as, as it is now right but uh it, it was a i was realizing that i could you know write my feelings and write them on paper mm-hmm. and express myself through poetry and um and then i eventually you know down the road during my singing lessons i could put my voice with it and um i started you know figuring out a little melody with the lyrics and it was it just clicked with me you know it just it it um came to me oh this is awesome like i'm a i'm a songwriter (laughs) wow pretty pretty cool moment when you have that realization right that you are a songwriter it's not something everybody (laughs) can do no i mean (laughs) yeah it's i i I don't know like I, i i don't know if i necessarily believe that that you know no one can do it, you know, like who knows. Right. But, you know, maybe some people have a more challenging time songwriting, but I truly believe that, um, people can write, people can put their emotions on paper if they wanted to, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's, but it is something that I'm really grateful to, to do every day and to, um, be able to, that that's my comfort zone, you know, like I'm, I'm grateful that that's my place of, comfort and support definitely writing really is a is a form of therapy right it's uh um, mm-hmm. you know on a deep level or on whatever level it's a way of getting stuff out that you're dealing with uh it's it's a release in a lot of cases exactly what have you learned most or what have you learned about songwriting said over the years 
um, how to write a better song from that first song way back at age seven till now. What are some of the things you've uh, mastered? Mm, that's a really good question. Um, honestly, I think, you know, for myself, I, I, I think, you know, really connecting with my voice and, and um, what my sound is and knowing what my mm-hmm. genre is, is extremely helpful. Um, and then, you know, I've learned to study other artists as well. Right. I don't, I don't okay. just, you know, write um, whatever comes to my mind. I like to be inspired by things, not just other artists, but even like paintings, you know, or, um, like textures or color or nature or um, politics or things that really give me an, a strong opinion on things, right? Or things that really um, motivate me um, to express my feelings through it, right? Um, that I have, um, I've really learned that, that that helps, finding inspiration. And also, you know, learning to articulate myself, you know, learning to like how to express myself. A lot of people have a hard time expressing their feelings and have a hard time Mm -hmm. expressing, you know, what they're thinking. Um, You know, you think it's an easy thing to do, but for a lot of people it's really not, especially when, you know, you've been raised to push things down, right? But so, and that's something I used to do as a kid. um, But, you know, with, with a lot of support through friends and family, I've learned to really, um, articulate my feelings and express myself through words and you know just reading has helped too. writing um, whatever comes to mind literally sometimes spewing a bunch of words onto paper does help because at least that releases the um, writer's block you know things that can right. tear you away from writing a good song you know um, Teamwork really helps too. Learning how to work with other people, learning how to work with other artists, and getting different perspectives and opinions. You know, again, being inspired by them, right? And um, mm-hmm. for me, at least, I, I don't really like writing by myself in the sense that, I, okay. like, a full song when it comes to yep. music instruments and stuff. You know, I love getting feedback from my producer. I love getting feedback from other instrumentalists, you know. I love writing lyrics on my own for sure, but the all the other things about, you know, songwriting, I do love a teamwork. Yeah, it's great to share that journey with someone in that process of completing a song and now you've created mm-hmm. something with someone else and you've got the excitement of seeing that song uh, come to life in the studio and then whatever else happens with it afterwards. No, exactly. That's the beauty of like creating friendships and, you know, relationships and partnerships through music is um, collaborating. Right. So. Uh, yeah. The collaborating is, is wonderful. And the different artists, like you say, you'll meet and then you'll end mm-hmm. up working with them in some way or another. I've seen that a lot uh, in my life. And I think it's wonderful to see artists who didn't know each other, maybe meet at a gig and then, after that, they go and write a song. Exactly. Yeah. I wanted to ask you about challenges, uh, Sid, that you might have had in your music career, whether it's, you know, some people trouble on stage early on or it's, you know, confidence of some kind. Uh, mm-hmm. Any challenges along the way to get you where you are now that you had to overcome and face? Absolutely. Um, I can definitely think of confidence being one of them. Um you know, growing up, um, 
you know, as a teenager in, in general for anyone, but definitely for me, you know, I had a lot of self-image issues, you know, and uh, I went through bullying in my years. I went through, mm. you know, um, bad friendships um, and, you know, I, I met people who really belittled me and made me feel like I wasn't worth it and, you know, um, called me fat because I'm a naturally curvy woman, you know, um, you know, they would make fun of my height. And, you know, at, at the end of the day, it, it really tore me inside. And as an innocent kid who, you know, doesn't really have a lot of wisdom yet or doesn't really, you know, know how to overcome that, I took it in. I took it personal. And then, you know, growing up in a, in a world where social media has impacted us, you know, it would not only mm-hmm. come from school, but it would come from, you know, being at my home and looking online and seeing these hateful comments or seeing people tease each other or, you know, judging each other. There's like no running away from it, you know? So it really tore my confidence. It ate my worth up and it took a long time for me to look at myself and be like enough is enough you gotta do you you gotta embrace who you are because the more Mm -hmm. you're going to listen to these people the more your whole world's going to come crashing down you know so and Mm -hmm. as a performer the number one thing that you really do need is confidence i mean to be on stage and to expose yourself in front of people and expose your song and your soul and your emotions, you have to have a lot of confidence. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's one thing that music has really, it has helped me in the the sense that it saved me from fully losing my confidence. Because when I had to get on stage and perform in competitions for my opera, you know, I had to get up there and fake it at, at some point until I made it. And, you know, and it is true when they say fake it till you make it because I faked it up there. Even when I was having the worst day of my life, I faked it up there. I performed. I got a good feedback. And you know what? In the end, I felt great about myself because I pushed myself through that. You know? Exactly. So confidence, Pushing yourself through it is important. It is. You have to. You have to break free from, you know, those dark times. And the only way you can do it is believing in yourself and knowing that you've got to get through this tough time. So, you know, confidence was a huge issue for me, but it's some, and it's something that I'm continuing to build every day, you know, and finding my worth is something I continue to build. And I think another struggle of mine um, is the whole self-image thing, you know, like, again, in this industry, a lot of the times, yes, it's about talent, but it's also about the full package. It's about your looks. Mm-hmm. It's about, you know, what what you appear like for people, you know, if if you're attractive, if you're symbolic in, a, in an appearance way, you know, and it's at this point, I'm I'm sitting here and I'm looking, you know, when is, when is it just going to be about the talent again, you know, just purely the talent, you know, back, you never seen back in the 70s, you know, I wasn't born or raised in that time, but I've seen it through videos and such that it wasn't yep. about appearance, it was about talent, it was about making people feel, you know, and, you know, it, that, that's something that I, you know, want to recreate again, you know, but it's hard, you know, cause uh, you compare yourself to so many different artists out there as an artist myself, I compare myself, 
It's something that I still struggle with and I compare looks and, you know, it's something that we all need to conquer and realize that we have our own look. We have our own uniqueness and it's something we need to embrace. 100%. And that is a big challenge for so many of us. And as you said, social media really adds fuel to that fire because Mm -hmm. um, we look on there and we compare ourselves whether we want to or not. Sometimes you just can't help it to other people's lives and what seems perfect or great pictures uh, that's hard to live up to because that's not mm-hmm. totally real. No, not at all. You know, like m- a lot of people um, think it's real, but, you know, I've seen what it's, what the whole industry is like in the magazines and that whole process of photo shoots and stuff and the amount of editing they do to models and artists and anyone who's on that magazine, right. it's insane. <laughs> It's yeah. insane, you know? So <laughs> I, it's all an illusion. And I want to make people understand. My Another goal of mine through my music is to show people that that's not real. And, you know, what is real is actually more beautiful. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. That's a great mm. quote. <laughs> <laughs> What's real uh, the poet. is more beautiful. There you go. You couldn't. You just couldn't help it. It just lyrics flow out. Uh, I love there that. There you go. Um, yeah, yeah. Thanks for sharing that, Sid. Because you know, sometimes people will look at artists or anybody in the arts um, and assume they've got it all together. And you know, you guys, all of us, me, we struggle with those things. And like you said, it's not always even a question of conquering it. You, it's daily struggles because you're constantly, even though you have great days, but you're still having to keep all that stuff in check. Mhm. Absolutely. Uh, pretty amazing. Thanks. Thanks again for sharing that. Well, let's share a song now. Uh, in fact, your latest single we're going to play in just a moment is called Blue Eyes. There's a video for it as well online. Do you, do you have fun shooting videos? Um, was this your first video, or have you done a couple others? That was my first video. I've done others um, after that one, but that was my first okay. video, and nice. it was super, super fun. <laughs> Yeah, it's. Do you like? Do you enjoy the process of you know being in front of the camera and get trying to get it just right? Yeah, I do. I mean, to be honest, um, the the first time I filmed, it was it was um, overwhelming and a little bit intimidating for me because I've never been in front of the camera that way before, right? So it was intimidating. Mm. But what looking at the aftermath and the results, it was actually very empowering for me, and. Um, it really gave me again more confidence and it I, I just love seeing the finished product, you know, and you know, looking at my producer who created that or looking at, you know, the whole team and being like, I'm so grateful that you made this happen for all of us, you know? It's 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 mm-hmm. a very fulfilling um feeling. For sure. Yeah, it turned out great and I'll encourage our listeners to uh, head to YouTube or your website. And check out Blue Eyes, the video. Um, so tell me about the song before we play. Where did the inspiration for it come from? So Blue Eyes is, you know, it, it is about my blue eyes. <laughs> um, ever <laughs> since I was, you know, born, I've, I 
you know, people would comment and say, oh, look at her big blue eyes. Like, you know, they would always comment on that. So I thought it would be interesting to kind of put a twist on that and uh, write a song about that. But it's not just about my eyes, of course. It's it's about who I am as a person. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, like I said before, um, I I've been through hard times, as everyone else has. And, you know, you tend to lose yourself and you know, you don't really know who you are sometimes. And it's about basically reconnecting with, you know, who I believe I should be, who I'm meant to be, and um, really embracing that person and uh, feeling liberated by it, you know? Great. Well, let's hear that song now, your brand new single that our listeners can uh, contact their local country station and say they want to hear. This is Sid Carter West and Blue Eyes on In the Country. I can see my reflection, tall and fair skin, with my big blue eyes shining, a dark blue trim. Where's that little girl I know, little girl with soul, with those big blue eyes that make my mama smile?
that is my guest, Vancouver's own Sid Carter-West. The song is Blue Eyes. Uh, be sure to contact your local country station and say you want to hear that one. Uh, check her out online at SidCarterWest.com and her social media sites. I want to thank you so much for being here, Sid. Great to get introduced to your music very recently and to love it. And uh, great to chat with you. Thank you so much, Dave. I, I really appreciate this. It's, it was a lovely chatting with you. Absolutely. I enjoyed it as well. My pleasure. I look forward to hearing more of your music down the road and continued success with Blue Eyes. My guest has been Sid Carter-West. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country.